In this episode, we go deep into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, analyzing the box office, budget, ratings, and more allow us to truly see how successful Marvel has been. We go through movies such as Black Panther and Avengers, as well as factual information, but also my opinion on several matters such as direction and opinions on movies. We look at the growth of Marvel throughout the years, the casting, and so much more. Enjoy. Wow, we have had 10 years of Marvel movies, starting in 2008 with Iron Man to now in 2018 to Black Panther. So the Marvel Cinematic Universe has been divided into three phases. Simply, they're called Phase 1, Phase 2, and Phase 3. Each of the phases have had six movies so far. So, Phase 1 included Iron Man 2008, The Incredible Hulk 2008, Iron Man 2, 2010, Thor, 2011, Captain America, the first Avenger, 2011, and Marvel, the Avengers, 2012. Now, it's crazy how these movies were released so long ago. It feels like just yesterday. I mean, it was released in 2008, and I was born in 2003, which means I was just five years old when that was released. Phase 2 included Iron Man 3, 2013. Thor The Dark World 2013, Captain America The Winter Soldier 2014, Guardians of the Galaxy 2014, Avengers Age of Ultron 2015, and lastly, Ant-Man 2015. Phase 3 had Captain America Civil War, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Spider-Man Homecoming, Thor Ragnarok, and lastly, Black Panther. Now, let's look at how good each phase was and how much Marvel's really improved from 2008 to now. Now, I won't tell you every number and statistic I find, but I'll give you the consensus and overall point to prove how successful Marvel has been. So, I'll say the highest rated movie, lowest rated movie, the average money made, average budget, average rating, and so much more just to see the growth. Now, Phase 1 was what really kickstarted the Marvel franchise, starting with the bang in Iron Man 1. So for Phase 1, which was Iron Man, Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America, and Avengers, it had an average rating of 80.5%, which is fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, average box office of $635 million on only an average budget of $166 million. So if we subtract the average budget from the average box office... For phase one, the, we get an average profit of $468 million, which is a ton. Now, you don't think that would be beatable, right? But that's Marvel for you. Phase two, which was Iron Man 3, Thor, The Dark World, Captain America's Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, Avengers Age of Ultron, and Ant-Man. The average rating was also 80.5, which isn't like really any improvement from phase one. However, the average box office... It's $879 million, which is amazing and so much more than the average box office for Phase 1. And the average budget is only about $20 million more in $181 million. So if we subtract, we get an average profit of $697 million, which is almost $200 million more than Phase 1. 
And that's crazy considering how much money Phase 1 made. Lastly, we have Phase 3, which was Captain America Civil War, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Spider-Man Homecoming, Thor Ragnarok, and Black Panther. And this is where we saw an improvement with the rating, where it jumped to 89.6%, which is insane for an average of six movies. You'd think one of those movies would be bad or have a bad rating, but none of them did. The lowest rated movie in Phase 3 is higher than the average rated in Phase 2 and Phase 1. It had an average rating of 89.6, an average box office of $875 million, and an average budget of $194 million. So if we subtract for last time, we get an average profit of $681 million, which is actually less than the average profit of Phase 2. So the phase with the highest average rating was Phase 3 with 89.6, The phase with the highest average box office earning was phase two, surprisingly, with 879 million. So overall, if you if you look at the ratings, the most recent Marvel movies have been have been the best movies, but some of the earlier gems of Marvel have made the most money. This is because two Marvel movies in phase two made more than a billion dollars in Avengers Age of Ultron and surprisingly, Iron Man 3. Now, One might think that they make so much money because of sequels and trequels and past successes. However, Marvel is still growing with each phase and they're proving that they're very good at solo first movies, such as Black Panther and Spider-Man Homecoming and Guardians of the Galaxy and so much more. Now before we go even deeper into the numbers, I'm going to give some little personal insight on Marvel's successes. Now, if we compare Marvel to DC we see that Marvel has been way more successful, and that's for several reasons. One, the acting. In Marvel, every character fits their role to perfection. The casting could not be better. I mean, take Robert Jr. for Iron Man. He is an amazing actor, but could we really vision another snappy, hilarious character who is also believable as a superhero role, as perfectly as Robert Downer Jr. is for Iron Man? Then we have Chadwick Boseman, who has the perfect innocence and believability for a hero as Black Panther. Now, not only does Marvel cast extremely well, but they've started basing a lot of the movie's humors on their actors. I mean, just think about it. With Thor Ragnarok, it took a step away from being the serious, boring movies we've known, and it into Chris Hemsworth's hilarious side in easily one of Marvel's funniest movies. And the casting is so good that we just can't see anybody else as the characters they portray. Like, could we imagine another character for Ant-Man or Hulk or Captain America? I mean, they all fit so perfectly, which we really can't say about DC, who has Ben Affleck for Batman. Now, no more needs to be said about that if Ben Affleck is your Batman. And another thing Marvel does well is they take All their movies super light and humorous, but they also have their darker, action-packed moments, which suits all ages and all audiences. And when we take a break from the action within the movie, we all need to laugh a little bit, which they do well. Now, in DC movies, there's always tons and tons of build-up, right? But the build-up itself isn't usually very entertaining or funny, which leads us to expect what it builds up to to be, like, absolutely incredible, to match the build-up that it created. All of Marvel's build-up has led to an equally action-packed finale while having the build-up fast-paced and not dragged and hilariously entertaining. Now, let's dive a little deeper into Marvel and its directors. Now, I'm only going to take a look at Marvel's recent movies in Phase 3, 
And I'll tell you the average age of every director and average rating of their previous movies. And again, these titles are Captain America, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Spider-Man Homecoming, Thor Ragnarok, and Black Panther. The brothers Anthony Russo and Joe Russo directed Captain America Civil War and have directed several of the same movies in the past. Then we have Scott Derrickson, who is also the director of Doctor Strange, which is one of the most visually stunning and breathtaking Marvel movies we've seen yet. And this was a really good movie, but Scott Derrickson's track record actually includes very low-rated horror movies. It has Sinister 2, which is 14%, Deliver Us from Evil, which is 29%, Devil's Not, which is 23%, and the list goes on. Next, we have James Gunn, the director of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. He also directed the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie, and he recently directed the Belko Experiment, which didn't do very well. But the same director who directed this really good movie in Guardians of the Galaxy was actually directing Scooby-Doo movies just 15 years ago. And it's crazy to think about how long directors have to be directing and making movie after movie for years until they get one opportunity to make their big break. On Rotten Tomatoes, the director of Thor Ragnarok is actually an actor in the movie. His name is Taika Watiti, And believe it or not, he's played four characters in Thor Ragnarok. Yes, he acted for four different roles in a movie he directed for Marvel. He played Korg, the rock creature, and three other minor roles. See, these are the kind of things that Marvel do. They have so much trust in their directors to do things like this, and it's just truly special. But past movie he's acted in himself have been Hunt for the Wilder People, Boy, and believe it or not, Green Lantern. Lastly, we have the director of Black Panther, who has previously directed Creed and Fruitvale Station, which were 95 and 94%. So the average rating for all these directors' past movies is overall a whopping 51%. And now the average of the Phase 3 Marvel movies is 89%. So that's a 38% improvement overall, and that's absolutely insane. Now the average age for these Marvel directors is 47 years old. So, to conclude, Marvel has decided to take 47-year-olds who have previously directed terrible horror movies, acted in movies, directed very low-rated movies, and have an overall rating of 51%. And they've turned that into billion-dollar bangers, which have averaged 89%. That is absolutely insane. Now, let's take a look at the Marvel superheroes Marvel don't own. So... If these movies get bad rating, then that's no fault to Marvel because they don't even own the rights to these characters. The list includes Deadpool, Wolverine, X-Men, Hulk, Namor, Galacticus, Fantastic Four, Silver Surfer, and Spider-Man. And yes, I did include Spider-Man Homecoming in earlier averages, but that's because that movie is also a collaborative feature with Marvel and Sony. Some of those character movies have been very successful, such as X-Men and Deadpool, but some also haven't in like Fantastic Four and Hulk. Lastly, to conclude this episode, let's take a look at what we are to expect in later Marvel movies. We have Avengers Infinity War, Ant-Man and the Wasp for 2018. For 2019, we have Captain Marvel, an untitled Avengers Infinity War sequel, and Spider-Man 2. And in 2020, we have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And those are all the titles that have been announced so far, but obviously we'll have more. So, I guess it's safe to say that Marvel won't be running short of ideas anytime soon, and they won't be running short of amazing movies. 
that'll do it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'd really appreciate it if you left an honest review and subscribed. Thank you.